Hello, my friends. I want to remind you that I said a prayer for you today. And the interesting thing is that I pray for you every day. I pray for different people as well every day. I lift people up to the Lord. I just call upon the Lord and ask him to come like heaven on earth. But one thing that's lacking is the daily reminders, the daily encouragements. I don't share it with you daily, but I pray for you. Maybe that's a challenge for myself. What is it that I need to do daily to encourage somebody else? Because when the thoughts wander in, they don't even listen. They don't care. You know, what makes my encouragement any different than anyone else? They can go right to the word and hear God for themselves. What does it matter? And then my thought goes, why would you even listen? I put it out there, but why would you bother to even listen? And then the still small voice reminds me that we have Christ in us. And if we get the nudge from the Lord to do something for him through us, it is the Lord that is touching, not us. And maybe if you don't care or don't want to listen, maybe you're not wanting to listen to him on a daily basis either. I don't know. Because I know I have my struggles as I go back and forth with God, you know, that tossing of the fleece and, and, and I will argue with God and it's like, Lord, I don't understand, but he knows my heart. He knows my heart is not to tell him he's wrong. My heart is, is to understand. My heart is to seek to understand more of who he is and how much he loves. I hope your heart is to understand how much he loves you. His dying on the cross was out of love. He paid the ultimate price. And there's so many things as I'm getting nudged to encourage you and to challenge myself. I don't know if it's me challenging myself or if God's nudging me. I want you to do it daily. It's like, Lord, I spend time with you daily. I talk to you. I worship you. But maybe there's a different goal in it. Maybe there's a different purpose. And sometimes people will be nudged to do something for God Because there's something in their heart he wants to change. And if it's something in my heart he wants to change, as I encourage you, he encourages me. And so I still pray for you. And I fought fought in prayer. I've battled in prayer. And there are times that I've thought my prayer was not effective. And you know what? There's times in church, and I've told you this. There was a woman that told me my prayers are not enough. My God would never tell me. His word says where two or more gathered, he is in their midst. Where one prayer lift up and what is it? um, Where two are gathered, 10,000 angels go to work, go to flight. But my friend, it only takes a small mustard seed side faith. Mustard seed size faith to move mountains. And if you look at the size of a mustard seed, is that able to move a mountain? Is that able to knock something down? And you look at that and you're like, what can that do? Well, that is a seed. And a seed can grow into whatever God designed it to be. Listen closely to that. 
a seed sown. God can produce out of it what he designed it to be. What are the seeds sown in your heart? That God wants to produce something out of the seed in your heart, out of the seed in your life. That he wants to produce what he designed you to be, to do, to accomplish for his glory, for his love and mercy. Because I'll tell you, there's so much going on and I, I question my faith a lot. And God will continue to remind me through dreams, through visions, through his word, through a cloud of witnesses, whatever it is. He uses all things together for his glory. So I want to encourage you with that. And mind you, he does tell you to test the spirits. There are going to be things that come and look like God. And then to discern those spirits like, Lord, is that you? What do I do with that? Take it to him. Let him reveal. And you can search it out, seek it out, try to figure it out. But when God makes sense of it in your spirit, you will know. There will be something that connects in your spirit. You just know. And there are things that you might get in dreams and visions and in your spirit that you cannot translate into words. At least not yet. But what I know about God and how he uses me sometimes is as I encourage you, he will be revealing to something to you that I know nothing of. So when you get something, revelation, when I'm speaking something to you, you'll get a revelation of something. That is from God. That's just out of my obedience. And he will reveal something to you from my obedience and encouraging you. He can reveal something to you just out of an act of obedience. And then you take that to the Lord. What does this mean? And he will take that further. And he says where his word spoken, it will never return void and it will accomplish that for which it is sent. And so, my friends, this word that was on my heart this morning, his word, it's Ephesians 5.27, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. <clears throat> because he's been speaking to me of marriage, the marriage supper of the Lamb, the church the bride of Christ unto himself. And it's just real interesting because the next verse just kind of had a twinge in my heart. And I was like, Lord, I, I don't know what this means. Because it says, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Many of you have heard the scripture taught they will tell it and about marriage and all of these other things and a submission of the wife to the husband. But my friend, when we have seen and experienced a culture that is not new to this day and age, a culture of the abuse of the male over the family, the twinge of saying, Lord, if that's like you, I don't want anything to do with it. If that's the love that you're talking about, I don't want anything to do with that. Because it would be through a funeral, a celebration of life, that God would speak that even more so. When we hear about the abuse of the leader over the household, 
And it goes back generations. It goes way back. Even to where Jesus pulled the woman out. They were going to stone this woman and Jesus showed up for the woman. He showed up for her in the midst of all these men who wanted to stone her to death for her sin. But she was not caught alone. She was with a man. What happened to that man? We don't know. He never talks about it. He shows up to rescue the woman because he knows what she's had to deal with. Now, is this a male bashing? No, no, no. This is telling you there is a reason God is placing this word in my heart too, that he wants to present the church unto himself as holy and without blemish. The church has been blemished over the ages. There has been so much greed and so much things that are not of God that you, you so many people don't even know where to turn because the church became looking like the world. The world, I don't know if it's looking like the church, but it's starting to just become so gray. But what I want to share with you is God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world would be saved. The very people that Jesus came to save were the ones that tried to destroy him. But he had the authority to stop the men from abusing this woman. And he showed up for women over and over. But he taught his disciples. His disciples were with him. They were men. And my friend, I didn't even know that was going to come out of my mouth as I was to encourage you today. Because it was Ephesians 5.27 and how he's going to present the church to himself. A glorious church. No spot or wrinkle. Holy and without blemish. So my friend, no matter what has happened in churches you've been through or to or learned from or experienced, trust Almighty God that He is above every power and principality. That if churches have hurt you, they're hurting Him because you are His child. And when you hurt one of His children, He doesn't take that lightly. And you are a child of God. And just like a parent should protect their children, God always is there for us. And I tell you, I'm one that says, Lord, where were you when I cried out to you for this? The same words my dad said years ago when a traumatic event happened in our family. God, where were you when? Where were you when we needed you? Where were you for this little girl? And it really caused a question in his faith and his belief in who God is and what the church is and what it's doing and what it's for. And then it trickled down in our family. But it didn't start there. It started generations before. He was just the one to cry out. And that tiny glimpse into his heart, which he didn't want people to see too often. He didn't want you to see that he was hurt over things that happened in his life. Because he had to be strong for his family. 
He had to be strong. But I'll tell you, the greatest strength is lifting people up in prayer. Jesus told us to pray, and he taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer. Heaven on earth, what does that look like? Keep asking God to bring it. Let him show you what it looks like, heaven on earth. No tears. And when we see gold, the streets of gold, when you read the scripture, you might want to go look it up because I don't want to be wrong in this either. It's like a transparency. It's transparent. It's not like the gold that we know in this world. It says like like glass. And so there's things up there that we, we can't even translate into our world. But I want to encourage you. I said a prayer today that you would know him. And you would know that his love is so different from so many people of the earth because a person's love is only as good as how much he, he pulls on heaven above. His or her love is only as strong as they are willing to let God flow through them. And many times, I think my love's not good enough. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm in his word. We're all still broken vessels. But you know what? If you shine a light through a a broken vessel, it becomes a pretty cool design. God will use it all. His light will get through. You take a shattered vessel and try to put it back together, and it will never be as perfect as when it was originally made, except in Christ. Then it becomes even better than before the shatter. So I want to encourage you today, because I said a prayer for you today. And my challenge to myself, or God's challenge to me, I'm not even sure which it is. But I guess it couldn't hurt to encourage you daily. An audio daily. Will I mess up? I hope not. But maybe. Will I be able to diligently deliver something every day to you? Maybe. Will I say, God, I have nothing today? I, I, you have to, will he be silent? Maybe. I don't know. But I can't wait for the 10 steps ahead before I can take my first step with him and how he wants to encourage you. So my friend, I'm going to encourage you to pray. Pray for whoever God is rising up in your spirit right now. And if you're, if you're just having a little, oh, yeah, flashback. Oh, yeah, when I listened to you, I was reminded of this. That's God. And if it's the enemy, take that to God. If you were reminded of something like, oh, my gosh, I didn't want to think about that. God, what is that? Take it to God. If you're reminded of something, it's not just a simple memory. It's God trying to speak to you. So whatever thoughts come up while you're listening, journal it, write it down. Allow God to translate it into scripture. Because I could have easily listened to the world like I see, kept seeing wedding and marriage and wedding and marriage. And I'm going, Lord, what am I to do with that? And, I, and then the still small voice I'm getting, the, um, the marriage of the lamb. The, uh, what is it? The, and I wrote it down too. See, now I, as I'm trying to remember it to you, it's like the marriage supper of the lamb. And I've written it down. That's why I had to move this over so I could reread it. Because sometimes the enemy doesn't want that to come forth. And what does that mean? To unite the church unto himself. 
glorious church. Not a damaged church, not a disappearing church, a glorious church. In God's glory, do you know what that means? God's glory, when the church is reconnected to him, the bride of Christ, it's so much without spot or wrinkle. And you know, when you go someplace, like what if you were to show up to a wedding feast? You show up to a wedding or even a business meeting and you're all wrinkled. What do they think of you? Ultimately, it really doesn't matter because what you look like and other people's opinion of you shouldn't matter as much as what God is saying. Maybe you showed up in a wrinkled outfit to expose the hearts of those around you. Is it judgment? Is it critical? Is it acceptance? What is it? Is it like, oh my gosh, they slept in the clothes? Oh my gosh, what, what do they do? Because it's out of the ordinary. It's not what they were expecting. Well, you know what? Jesus showed up in a way that nobody was expecting. It was prophesied. It was talked about in the Old Testament how he would show up and what he would do. And yet, when he rose again, he showed up as the gardener. He showed up to them in ways <coughs> they didn't expect. They showed up to him in the upper room. The door was closed. Jesus was there. Just like when you go to a church service, he'll show up. But is he invited? Is he welcomed? Is he truly welcome and invited? You go to a celebration of life, a funeral. Is he truly welcomed? Or is everyone so mad and hurt? You will know when he truly shows up. It is powerful. Is he invited to your party? Is he invited to that Friday night event, that Saturday night event? Is he invited to the lunch you're going to? Is he invited to the business meeting? He'll show up if he's invited. And then if he's invited, is he welcomed? Or is he tolerated? Or is he tucked off in a corner? I've been to church services where I saw the, the people on stage and, and the worship and the cross that represented Christ, not on the cross anymore, was tucked off in a corner. It was all about man and music. Well, we know what happened <laughs> when the one, Lucifer, decided he wanted his music to be more powerful than God. He was a worship leader in heaven. And God said, uh-uh. He's the one true God. So be careful what you put over and above who God is. God will touch your heart in ways that you, that you can only imagine. Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world. He doesn't want to come into your life and your situation to condemn your life or your situation. He doesn't want to condemn your relationship. He doesn't want to condemn you for what you didn't know or to condemn you for what you were spiritually in bondage to or spiritually trapped beyond your knowledge. He doesn't want to condemn you for what your subconscious is operating under but your mind isn't even aware of. He doesn't want to condemn you. He wants to show you the way, the truth, and the life, which is Christ himself, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So allow him into your life. Allow him into the situation. Seek him in prayer, and whatever he's reminding you of, 
Take note. Take it to him. The dreams you're having, the visions, write them out. Let God bring revelation and healing, restoration. And let him present the church to himself, a glorious church, without spot or wrinkle, holy and without blemish. Because that's how he sees you. That's how he designed the church to be. So my friend, be encouraged. I said a prayer for you today. And I know God answers prayer. I know he hears beyond my words. He hears my heart for you. He hears your heart for those that you love. And he is working before you even start speaking or finish speaking. So my friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast, I Said a Prayer for You Today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there. Hi, welcome to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Thank you.